and a one, and a two, and a three, four, five, zippity-doo-dah, hip-hop hooray, my oh my, what a terrible day, plenty of sunshine coming my way, zippity-doo-dah, hip-hop hooray, it's Tom Brady on my shoulder, what a fucking dumpster fire of a Super Bowl, Biddy. Wow. Followed after a dumpster fire of a fucking year, we get that fucking Super Bowl to fucking culminate the sports championship season. My God, can the Lakers already just win another fucking championship so I can get this taste out of my mouth? God, how the fuck did the Chiefs not score a touchdown? Oh, my gosh. And you of all people, you how do you feel? Do you feel like a fucking man? Do you feel like you fucking have uh, a 10-inch cock? Because uh, I bet you you don't feel good at all. You got you beat me, but the fucking Chiefs lost. Wouldn't you have rather had the Chiefs win and lose to me? That's what I fucking thought. You know, don't even worry about it. I got it. I got the fucking show. I know how fucking sensitive you are. Fucking the Chiefs go down. In fact, the Chiefs went up. They were three, three to zero. They were leading the game. And then here comes fucking Brady and Gronk traveling, matriculating down the fucking field. And it's seven to three. And you're like, okay, no problem. And then you kick another field goal. Wow. You can't win with field goals. Even Clint, what is his name? I've been calling him Gary Clark, right? His name is fucking Frank LeShark Clark. Except for he looked more like a dolphin, dude. Like, he didn't even get to fucking Brady. Nobody gets to Brady. The fucking Redskins, fucking Taylor Heineke or whatever the fuck. He had a better game than fucking, uh, than fucking Rogers, Breeze. And Mahomes rolled in one. Some guy that's never even played football is like, uh, you know? <coughs> oh, yeah. That guy doesn't have turf toe. So maybe that's why he was fucking running all over the place. They said that uh, Mahomes, he ran 497 yards while scrambling. Yeah. Oh, so literally, here, I just saw a fucking cop. Uh, you're a little late to the party, bro. I saw like a, a literally I saw a dumpster fire as I was driving out of San Bernardino. Someone fucking lit a dumpster on fire. Like literally. Like I can't make this shit up. I was gonna take a picture, but I saw the fucking fire truck coming. And I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I got expired tags. I got one headlight out. And there's no way I have time for the fucking police to like just what is it? Sort through all the fucking shit that's in the Biddy's car. Oh, my God. Biddy literally had to go to his girlfriend's, pick up some fucking cash for gas, grab a cup of tamales out the refrigerator so he can eat tomorrow. This guy. Dude. How are you going to pay your fucking uh, $20 you owe that guy from work? He went straight up on a bet. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't pick squares. Holy shit. What a fucking terrible square game. I mean, that was the worst fucking Super Bowl next to the fucking last time the Patriots were in the damn Super Bowl. Is it? Is it just? Is it Brady, or do Super Bowls suck ever since he fucking beat Atlanta? I mean, even that Super Bowl sucked 
Billy's like, oh, I'm in love with Brady. He's my man crush. And so I'm going to root for Brady. I'm going to root for him in the first half. And then I'm going to root for the Falcons in the second half because Brady has too many fucking rings. He doesn't need a ring for his fucking pinky. He's got five or whatever the fuck it was already. Right? And then, uh, and then it was like the fucking Falcons had the best first half. And then the Patriots and Brady had the best second half. So each half that fucking loser rooted for, he lost. Right? And it was one of the best fucking comebacks in, like, in NFL history. You know? Uh, next to when the fucking Chiefs beat the Texans. Shout out, Augie. I know. You were hating. You were fucking hating all week. Oh, the Chiefs suck. Mahomes sucks. And then today you were like, well, at least you have a, at least you have a good team. Oh, thank you. I finally got some love. Hey, how about that, Biddy? Instead of listening to We Are the Champions of the World today in the morning huddle, guess what they played for you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Dave, this one's for you. Dun, 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 Together we will, here at the branch, we will stand by you. Oh, stand by you. Your team sucks, and your team couldn't do shit all game, Dave. Yeah, what the fuck? Congratulations to the Buccaneers. I should have fucked. You know what? Gosh. The only teams the Chiefs have lost to in the Super Bowl, get this, Tampa Bay (laughs) and Green Bay. Oh, my God. You will forever be haunted by the Bays. Vinny, that will always be a reminder that you are the beta. And I am Alpha Supreme. Yeah, I don't give a fuck that I lost you, you little bitch. I'm surprised you didn't fucking uh, prosecute me for cheating earlier, you fucking Republican. <laughs> uh, yeah, Biden is still president, by the way. Uh, but I digress. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'll give it to you. You, you, you it, was a, it was bittersweet, right? Because, uh, you know, you got a fucking man boner on Brady. I get it. He's a handsome fellow. I don't know about that cleft chin, though. That kind of ruins it. It's like, am I looking at fucking John Travolta or am I looking at the goat? Uh, Anyways. uh, So, now that the whole fucking season's over, now that only half the guys at work call you champ, what are you going to do with the beginning to the rest of your year? Are are we going to be done with this whole COVID bullshit? I really hope so. I really, I really do. Do you want to? Do you want to like rehash the game? Do you want to go? Like, I mean, do you do you want to chip in? Like, I know, I know. I said I got this, but do do you have any? Do you have anything you want to contribute? Uh, well, thanks for uh, thanks for the lead in. Um, 
that little tidbit about the base. At least we beat the... So we're 2-2 two and two in the Super Bowl. It's not that bad, right? And uh, I, I don't know. The only thing that was concerning to me, like, after the game... I mean, other than we, we didn't score a touchdown, which is... That's tragic. Just, the, like, you could see how it affected, like, Kelsey and Mahomes and even, uh, you know, Coach Reed and... Um, I didn't really see anybody else's interview, but holy shit, like Tyreek Hill, I was like, what the fuck, like, can you show, like, you're a little pissed, he's like, whatever, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll be there next year, you know, like, either this guy's got, like, supreme confidence, or he's just, like, he was on drugs, because I was just, like, listening to his press conference, and he's just like, yeah, had a bad game, you know, yeah, sucks to be double teamed. Yeah, none of these other guys can get open. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no problem. You know, hey, honey, I got to go. I got to do this. You know, I only did this because I I don't want to get fined. You know, all the guy's doing is like quoting other motherfuckers. This is the reason I don't have a Tyreek Hill jersey. I don't have a Tyron Matthew jersey. Don't have a Gary Clark, Frank Clark, whatever you want to call him jersey. And uh, it's because when it comes time to do your job, you can't even fucking play defense without fucking up or having the refs call some bullshit penalty. I mean, it wasn't... Like, this time around, like, all the San Francisco 49ers fans, they're like, oh, yeah, karma's a bitch, you know? Like, you won a Super Bowl because of penalties, and now you lost the Super Bowl because of penalties. Well, no, I mean, like, we would have got our asses kicked regardless. We had no offensive linemen, like, to protect Brady. You know, you thought from the outside... But they were getting beat on the inside, too. It was just, it was a shit show. And so, you know, my biggest thing is like, you know, everybody all year long is like, oh, I I love watching the Chiefs and, you know, they're spectacular and they're so exciting and fun. And then you didn't see any of that, you know? I I think it's because they stayed at a Hilton instead of like a JW Marriott. You know, is there, is there a JW Marriott in Tampa? I'm going to have to look into that. Because uh, <coughs> now, if I now if I had Spreaker, I could push pause, go look, and come back and let you guys know. But you know, we're doing this on Anchor, and uh, I still haven't figured out how to get compensation with these ads. You know, but yeah, you know, it's just like I don't, I don't know. Somebody's like, yeah, the Chiefs—they needed to be humbled, bro, and Raider Nation. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, you didn't even make it. Yeah, you beat us. Okay. You know, both pirate teams beat the Chiefs this year. I don't count the Chargers because we, we had our backups playing. But, yeah, we lost to both pirate teams. I don't know what the fuck that's about. You know, the Raiders and the fucking Bucks. But, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, I was upset. I'm still kind of salty. You know, like, it wasn't even close, so... I don't know. In, in, a, in a situation like that, like, yeah, you, you, you would want to lose a close game. Like, you don't want to lose at all. But if you're going to lose, like, at least, like, have people say it was competitive. I rolled up at this fucking uh, gas station this morning. I had to drive, like, another 300 miles today. And, uh, you know, after 150 miles, decided to pull off the road, go take a piss. Have no money. I can't buy anything. I just walked in the restroom. As I'm walking out, like... There's just these two ladies talking about the game, you know? This one uh, lady at the counter and then this other one. And she's like, 
yeah, my husband, he was rooting for the, he put money down on the Chiefs, and oh my gosh, and I, you know, like, I didn't see the game, what happened, and who won, and then uh, the, the, the one lady was like, uh, oh, Tom Brady, girl, Tom Brady won, it wasn't even close, it was what you would call a blowout, and I'm just like, damn, like, this is how people are talking, you know? They, they didn't even score a touchdown. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, man. You know, it's like, wow. Now we're just like the fucking, like, we're just like the fucking the joke of the league, you know? And um, everybody's saying, you know, Mahomes, he'll never catch Brady now. Like, if he would have won a Super Bowl, then he would have had two. Tom would have six. And then he's, he's only got to at least, you know, win, you know, four more to tie him, you know? And now it's like he's up to seven. Mahomes just has one. You know, like this. You know what? Like I was thinking, like, you know, guys like Barry Sanders and and other people that like have so much potential, but then like an injury or or whatever, salary cap bullshit or early retirement. You know, like it just takes them out early. I was like, you know, yeah, Mahomes has potential, or he, yeah, I mean, he still has potential to be like the best ever, right? You know, people were already throwing that around, calling him the best ever. And I think that's what what pissed off a lot of sports casters. Is like, nah, dude. You know, greatness <clears throat> is is a uh, is decided over time. You you can't anoint someone as like king, other than like in the Bible where they anointed King David, and he was like not even king yet. Saul was king, and that's why Saul was salty. Wanted David dead, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, Brady's always been a class act. In the interviews he did this season with Brady, like, uh, on Zoom or whatever the fuck, side by side on, on the on the cameras, I'm just like, man, this guy, like, how, how can you not like Brady? You know, like, he's even in his press conference at the end, like, hey, Robbie G, hey, here's looking at you. And he's, like, got some weird-looking, like, thing going on with his face. And I'm just like... Okay, that's a little gay, but um, Robbie G, who the fuck is Robbie? Oh, like I, I was like, Jimmy G, what? No, Robbie G. Oh, he's talking about Gronkowski, you know? And, and you know, like, I don't know. The guy, the guy's a, like, I, I think it boils down to, like, you know, are, are you a game manager? Are you a manager? How about this? Are you a manager or are you a leader? And Tom Brady is clearly a leader. You know, uh, Mahomes, he's an up and coming leader. You know, I think he had what, like three stars on his uh, jersey. He's got three stars, captain. When you have fucking four stars like Kelsey does, when you have four stars like Brady does, when you have four stars on your jersey as a captain, that's when you know, like everybody has, has you know, officially considered you a leader. Like you're a four star fucking general or whatever it is. And so, um, you know, Mahomes has that written all over him and if he's not already a leader he's I mean he he is a leader like you know but I'm that that's what I'm saying like in life you know leaders are people that other guys will follow you know a manager is like yeah whatever like yeah you're the quarterback for now or yeah you're the boss for now but uh you know if you say something I'm I'm not jumping you know I'm not going to say hey how high um like today, like uh, after driving 300 miles, I missed like three stops or whatever it was. The boss is like, hey, uh, you want to come in at 630? You, you got extra work today? 
I'm like, extra what? Uh, 6.30? Are you fucking out of your mind? No, dude, like, you think, uh, first of all, I'm a night owl. Like, it's like damn near 1 o'clock in the morning and I'm, we're doing this podcast because I'd rather have something fresh instead of, like, rolling out of bed going, what the fuck was I going to talk about last yesterday? You know? And uh, today is a Tuesday, by the way. We're in Tuesday already. So shout out. Tuesdays and Fridays, uh, Bay and Biddy. You can expect us uh, to do a podcast. There's a great podcast. Uh, I'm going to plug it. Uh, the Spoken with an exclamation point at the end of it. Uh, hey, what do you know? iHeartRadio. They're on iHeartRadio. You know, that's why I'm a little salty. It's like, how come I can't get my fucking show on iHeartRadio? That's one of the reasons why I joined Anchor. Because Spreaker, you have to do like, I don't know, 200 fucking episodes and this and that. And then they kind of graduate you to the next level. Oh, you've been submitted to fucking uh, Apple Podcast, you know, whatever. I don't even have, I don't have an Apple phone. Like, I don't even know where to find podcasts on Apple. I'm an Android guy, right? So, you know, they're already, I, I, I searched The Spoken on uh, iHeart and there they are. And I'm like, man. And sure enough, they use Anchor. So I'm like, all right. Let me get on board with this anchor, and uh, at, at, at some point we'll uh, we'll we'll be on iHeart. And I'm not saying that that's like the preeminent, although they do have the podcast awards and blah blah blah. But um, I think that if you if you're like me and you have other shit on your phone, or if you have way too many pictures stored, videos, and you're just a creative type, and you have you're a creative type, but on a budget, and you don't have room on your phone for a thousand apps. And you would rather just have one podcast app? I think iHeart's probably a pretty good one. You know, I had Spotify. I can't. I can't even get in. I know that Anchor is done by Spotify, so I don't know if Spotify is like going under re- realignment or whatever the fuck they're doing. But I can't even like. I'm trying to get the Spotify app like to work on my phone so I can just listen to music. I want to check out the the weekend's new album. And, uh, like I can't even fucking log in. Like, it's like, sorry, oops, we had an error. We had a problem. Try again tomorrow. I'm like, you know, do I, do I, do I still even, do I still pay for Spotify? Cause if I'm paying for these fuckers, I want to be able to access their damn app, you know? And, uh, anyways, sorry. I just got a little frustrated, but, uh, <coughs> yeah, I think, I mean, I think the chiefs will be back. The Super Bowl is going to be in Los Angeles, uh, you know, an hour or so away from me next year, 2022. Um, that's a long way, you know, and, and what I was, you know, one of the best, uh, hype or best shows that led up to the Super Bowl, it, it happened to be on CBS. And I know that, that CBS is getting, uh, uh, criticized because it was a lot of, uh, COVID shit and people are, you know, there's a, like somebody said on the radio today, oh, there's a 50, 50% chance you could die while watching the Super Bowl. You know, it's like the coverage was just really like grim. Right. And, um, and COVID-19, that's a serious, serious, uh, virus and, and what have you. And we've gone through this, this awful pandemic and God knows there's more plagues ahead. Right. Uh, if you're a Christian and you believe that God's going to judge the earth and take away the church, rapture it out of here. And then, uh, and then you think it's a shit show now. Just, you know, wait a couple of years, right? But, um, so, I, I don't really see, like, there being football as we know it or sports or just the way that life, I mean, literally, like, they call it a new world order because it's, we're living in a new world. We're under, like, this, 
we're in in times that are unprecedented and you know if you're if you're like a serious optimist and you think there's the church is going to have a revival and there's going to be a lot of people one i mean there might be a lot of people one to christ before the end comes but i think the end is it's uh it's uh it's pretty much knocking on the door you know and uh it just it just depends on how fast the person on the other side is going to open the door you know like um I mean that door might fling wide open in a, in a in a year or two, you know, or a month or two, you know. Once the church is not here and and God takes away all the people that believe in Jesus, uh, you know, shout out to my series Breaking Bread. I, I need to get back into that uh, Breaking Bread with Biddy. But uh, you know, once that happens, there's going to be no <laughs> there's going to be no um, restraining force of morality and purity in the world. The Holy Spirit is going back up to heaven with all the people that call and believe on the name of Jesus. And so then all you got is just nothing but heathens. Nothing but heathens, nothing but... Uh, I have no idea this is what this podcast was going to turn into tonight. But I, I think I just need to put it out there that as much fun as we have messing around and goofing off like uh, Brady and Gronk, you know, there, there's a, there's a serious side to Brady. You know, there's a serious side to myself, Biddy, and uh, and just to, to to maybe sound the alarm or say, hey, you know, it's like uh, be blessed that you've been able to witness this Super Bowl. Be blessed that we have sports. Be blessed that you can worship uh, who you like, even though you might not be able to worship where you like. You know. Now Christians can't even really meet together, you know, with this COVID bullshit. You know, it's like everything's got to do online. and You got to, you know, fight the system or, or whatever to uh, congregate together. You know, that that was the whole thing about, about Christianity back in the day. They were like underground meeting together in uh, people's houses on the low. You know, it's just like the Roman, the Roman... Um, military or the Roman regime or whatever, like they were under Roman control, these Jews. <clears throat> and so I, I don't know if they had a national religion or whatever, but it was like Christianity was like an upstart religion. And, uh, it went against like the hardcore, uh, uh, Jewish, uh, sects and sects and, uh, faith at the time, you know, like, who's this guy saying he's God? Like, who's this guy saying, I forgive you? Who's this guy that's like, follow me, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's true. The Jew, the Jewish, uh, religious organization of, of the time is the one that <clears throat> basically, uh, frenzied up the crowd and basically had, uh, Jesus crucified over, uh, a criminal, <laughs> that they let out, uh, one criminal, they, they set free every year and you want Jesus to come out or you want Barabbas, you know, that was their way of dealing with it. And then the crowd got stirred up and give us Barabbas. We want Barabbas. <clears throat> Very similar to like, you know, what we see in the election of uh, last year, we want Biden, give us Biden. We want Biden, you know, like 
the people that did vote for Biden, you know, <clears throat> oh, the 60,000 or whatever people that voted for Biden, not 80. <laughs> there was still a good, a good, you know, I'm not going to really go into that, but uh, I believe that Trump won a good 80,000 80, votes. <clears throat> Some were flipped. A lot were flipped, right, to Biden. Um, but it wasn't like 70-70. Give, give me a break. It was more like 80-60 is what, was what I've heard. But that's, you know, that's neither here nor there. I don't know what... I don't know when Trump said, I'll be back in some form. I don't know what the fuck that means. Um, obviously, I don't worship Trump, and Trump is not God. You know, and whoever... Whoever is leading the nation, you know, uh, uh, my prayers are with that person, but I don't necessarily have to believe or support anything that they do, especially when the guy, for all we know, could be a pedophile and, you know, they want abortion on demand and yet, uh, <laughs> it's like they, they treat, uh, undocumented citizens or not even citizens, but just people that aren't even here yet. They treat them better than they treat unborn babies. You know, it's like, oh yeah, we, we come on in, you know, we'll get you a, we'll get you amnesty or we'll get you, we'll get you going. We'll get you, make you, put you on a path to citizenship. Meanwhile, all these Americans here are, are struggling. You no, know, like literally, like I have no money for two weeks. Um, I think my settlement check, there was, there was a settlement check. Somebody sued our company. And I think we might have a grand or something like that. So <clears throat> I'll, I will use that thousand very wisely uh, to help me get through the next couple of weeks here. But I mean, it's I, first of all, I was happy that there was a Super Bowl, you know, um, because, you know, at least the Chiefs had a shot to win a Super Bowl, you know, you know, they made a Super Bowl. They went back to back. They got to the Super Bowl two years in a row. Like, how cool is that? You know, yeah, they didn't win and they didn't play well. Um, and there was the whole thing with uh, Andy Reid's son. He had a few drinks, crashed into a couple um, parked cars. <clears throat> a lady had run out of gas with two kids, young kids in the car. And I guess her her relative or, you know, a friend or whatever came to, to give the lady gas. <clears throat> so there was these two parked cars and he just plowed right into them. You know, the, the little, the little girl I think is in the ICU. <clears throat> so, you know, prayers up to the little girl. Um, I pray that she makes it through. That would be awful if, um, alcoholism, drunk driving takes another victim, takes another life, especially, an innocent little five-year-old girl. I know she would go straight to heaven if, if she if she didn't make it. Um, I believe the age of accountability, just for people that are out there that have children and are worried, like, you know, if there is a God, if there is heaven, if there is hell, if there is a rapture, if there is end times, like, what's going to go on with my kids? You know, shout out to Alex from my job and uh, other people that are are uh, curious about the things of God and the things that they hear on the, on the new, on the, on YouTube, you know, like different preachers and that sort of thing, or different people that they come in contact with at work that are, that are believers in Jesus, you know, so we might not always act like we're like, you know, 
spiritual or we got our shit together, but you know, we're forgiven, right? There's the unforgiven and then there's the forgiven, you know? And, um, as such, it's our job to, to hopefully give hope to people like, you know, Hey, there's, there's a, you know, it, there is hope. We don't all just like go under the ground and become fertilizer. You know, like there's, there's life beyond the grave, you know, like life after resurrection, like notorious B.I.G.'s uh, album or whatever. <clears throat> and so, um, along those lines, if you have a child, let's say like they said, like in the Jewish, uh, you know, well, under the book of, uh, under the books of Moses, like the first five books, which are considered the law, the law and the prophets, the old Testament part of the Bible. That's what people like back in the day, that's what they, they had to go on. I believe this is what God wants us to know. And we're going to teach this and pass this down to our, you know, generation to generation. And then after Jesus had ascended, went back to heaven, was raised from the grave, <clears throat> he sacrificed himself, shed his blood for the sins of humanity. Uh, God's judgment was taken out on his son, Jesus. And so he was our scapegoat. He was the lamb of God that took away the sin of the world. And so once uh, he returned back to heaven to sit with God, the father, you know, the Holy Spirit was commissioned, sent to the earth, the third part of God, the Trinity, uh, God, Son, and Spirit, all equal, but considered one. Uh, he was here influencing man to write the Bible, the rest of the Bible, the New Testament, and uh, predominantly through one guy, you know, uh, Paul, the apostle, or Saul. He was out there persecuting Christians. He was out there killing uh, people that believed on, in Jesus. And then he had, he had a conversion, uh, where he was knocked off his horse and Jesus appeared to him basically. And was like, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Not necessarily my church, but because that's what he was doing. A guy named Stephen, he basically sat back and watched as P Stephen was stoned. He, I believe Stephen was the first martyr of the Christian faith. They called they called it the the way at that at that time. Now we're just known as Christians, you know, Christianity, what have you. <clears throat> and um, and if you, and if you're curious, like what makes Christianity and Catholicism what what's the the defining line or what's the difference between the two? Most of us all believe in the same actual basics of the faith that uh, you know God is three in one that. Uh, Jesus came to the earth, uh, lived a sinless life, gave his life as a ransom for many, died on a cross, was raised the third day, uh, and lives eternally and prepares a place for those that believe on him. And if, if you believe in that, the Bible says that, um, you're forgiven, you know, and that you, you're a Christian, you know, or Catholic whatever, you know, you're a, you're a little Christ. You're a Christian, a believer in Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, some would say that you have to go in that next step and get water baptized to symbolically show like you've gone down under the waters 
and you've come up a new a new being you know that's that's what happened but that's like symbolically your uh your testimony to the world like hey i'm on board with this you know i believe in this message i believe and i have faith in jesus christ you know that he's the only one that can uh give me eternal life forgive me of my sins you know without him i would be in judgment and i would be condemned and and damned to hellfire for eternity you know and so uh, wow this is pretty deep anyways <laughs> this is what happens when you do a podcast at like two in the morning or coming up on two in the morning um we're already 32 minutes in goodness i'm not gonna go 42 this will just be another 32 or how about 33 right we'll call this 33 because that's the age that jesus uh uh died I believe that's around the age that Jesus died and was resurrected. So, you know, um, maybe in, in the, along the lines of this, wrapping this up, maybe this was a, a moment where like, hey, you know, the chiefs, you know, they died, but they're going to come back. They're going to be back. You know, like Trump, he died politically, but he'll be back, you know, uh, in what, in some form or another, you know, so for those people that uh, love sports, love politics, love God, for those people that are conservative by nature, um, don't give up the hope, don't give up the ghost, don't give up faith. Keep uh, keep putting one foot in front of the other. And what I was going to say earlier was that one of the best shows that I saw the entire weekend or the entire week leading up to Super Bowl was Tony Romo. Tony goes to the Super Bowl. It was a stupid name, stupid, uh, but it, it, it got to the point. And and it, and it really wasn't so much Tony goes to the Super Bowl, which, yeah, he's calling the game, so duh. But he uh, sits down and, you know, on, you know, online or whatever it is through social distancing and Zoom and all this, he interviews Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and he, he literally does two segments with Brady that if you hate Tom Brady or if you don't like the guy or you think he's a cheater or, or whatever, he was given two segments. The other guys were given one. And <clears throat> if you sit there and just and just listen to just those two segments, you don't have to – the show was an hour long. I think it, they played it at 11 a.m. The, the morning of the Super Bowl as, you know, filler – <clears throat> but not just filler. This was deep. This was like, you want to see what makes legends tick? You want to see why these guys have the careers that they do? You want to be inspired? Watch that. Watch the, Find that on YouTube. Uh, if any, if you haven't listened to anything I've said this entire podcast, um, and if religion's not your thing, or God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, you know, I pray that at some point it will be, and soon. But uh, if you're strictly just listening to these podcasts for entertainment um, and inspiration or whatever, or laughs and giggles, <clears throat> uh, I recommend finding, searching out on YouTube, Tony Goes to the Super Bowl, Tony Romo, R-O-M-O. -O. Type in Tony Romo and maybe that'll pop up. And that is, that's an hour that you will wish that... Uh, well, that, that you won't mind giving up. 
that, you know, you'll never get that hour back. Well, you'll be better for not having, um, for having watched that as opposed to not having watched that. And, you know, it's all about, um, you know, to, to, to the greats, it's not about a ring on your finger. Like they're not talking about the destination. All these guys to a, to a fault, to a point are talking about the journey. They're talking about the process and that that's what ab- enables them to go to, uh, uh, what is it? They, they can go to the off season, uh, activities and go to summer camp and go to this and go to that and go through 18 games or whatever it is. Like, you know, here, here's the, here's an interesting, um, fact about the Super Bowl that, that, uh, you know, some people are like, well, gosh, you know, the, the Chiefs, they should have won. They should have won. They they had the best regular season, right? And and this this was just like I can't believe the Buccaneers, you know, blah blah blah. They 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 got killed by the Saints, they got killed by the, the Chiefs during the regular season, and there's no way this is like total rigged and blah blah. No. Check this out. <clears throat> Brady in that in that uh, segment, I believe, said that they were they were seven and two at one point, you know, like I'm, I'm always just following the chiefs. I don't know what's going on around the rest of the league, you know, for the most part during the season, but he says they were seven and two and that's pretty fucking good. Right. And then they went through like a a rough spot where, you know, new guys were coming in and they were trying to figure out they were, they were building a team, right. They were, they were trying to gel as a unit and, um, they went through a rough, I guess, October, November, or whatever, and they lost a bunch of games in a row. So they went from, like, the last team that they lost to was the Chiefs. But they, they figured it out. And they're like, you know what? We were down to the defending Super Bowl champions, and yet in the second quarter, second half, we came back, and we almost won that damn game. That's how close we are. And they believed it, and they bought in. And Tom Brady had those guys believing in the best of themselves. You know, hey you know, um, be, be the best you, you know, or whatever, whatever the hell he's, he, he literally emailed these guys. They said every day at like 11 PM every night, he emailed them saying, we will win this game. Sent all his, all the teammates, we will win this game every day, all week, every day of, of all that Super Bowl week. So they were, you know, what the mind, what the mind, believes or what the mind sees the body can achieve and and they believe they could win hey we're gonna win this game tom brady said we're gonna win this game and he's he's been he's been down he's been to a few of these games before so if he thinks we can win like yeah i'm i i think yeah let let me get my thoughts in line with his thoughts and let me bring it let me bring my bet my a game my a plus game um and they won you know, so they were seven and two, right? And then uh, I believe at the time of the um, <clears throat> the actual game, oh, so they were seven and two. They, 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 I think they lost three games, so they were seven and five, right? And you're like, oh, I don't know if they're gonna make it in. Like the Vikings, maybe the Cardinals, maybe the Rams, Seahawks, whatever. All these teams, the Bears, you know, they're on the in the hunt, right? Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the hunt. You're not gonna win your division. You're in the hunt. And then they went from seven and five to eleven and five, and they were the fifth seed. Five out of seven teams in the NFC 
And unfortunately, their first game, they squared up against the number four seed, which was the Redskins. Well, excuse me, the Washington football team. <clears throat> can't say Redskins, you know, anymore. And uh, can't say San Diego Chargers. <laughs> but, um, and they, they, they won that game against a, a no a, you know a, a quarterback out of nowhere that you know they didn't Alex Smith wasn't playing that game Dwayne ha, Dwayne Haskins I believe he wasn't starting so they didn't really have like, they had a stellar defense and I think that defense actually got to Brady you know roughed him up a little bit but um but it was kind of pretty much smooth sailing from then on out you know they played Breeze and he had a bunch of busted ribs and he couldn't throw the ball um, as far as he he's normally able to, he he might even retire. I think, I think he's trying to come back for one more year. If 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 I'm if I'm correct, but uh, I don't know. That breeze might be done, but I, I sure hope he comes back one more year. <clears throat> and so, um, so they beat the team that actually won the NFC South. They beat the Saints, you know. And then once they knocked down the team that you know, won their division, they're like, okay, we knocked down the Saints. Who's next? How about we go knock down the the number one seed in the NFC? Then they knocked down the Packers, right? And so you're like, we took care of the toughest two teams in our, our conference. Now we're going to go play the other side, and we're going to meet them in the Super Bowl, whoever it is, the Bills or the Chiefs. And it turned out it was the Chiefs. And uh, so when the Bucks entered the playoffs – they were 11 and 5. Um they won uh four straight games. So they finished the season 15 and 5, right? Chiefs entered the playoffs 14 and 2. 14 and 2 versus 11 and 5. So there's not that many that's there's not that much difference between these two teams, you know. Um if the Chiefs would have lost to the Bucks in the regular season, they would have been what thirteen and three. The Bucks would have been twelve and four. You know, so it's like it's like a game or two difference, right? So it's not out of the realm of possible. It's not like oh my god, this team that just trash just somehow pulled it together in the you know any given Sunday. No, it was a lot closer than that. So that's why I want you know people to give the Bucks a little bit more um, more respect in the fact that. They found a way to to get the ship going in the right direction when it when it mattered the most, right? And so during the playoffs, they played four games. The Chiefs played three. The Bucks won all four games in the playoffs, and they finished the season Super Bowl champs with a record of fifteen and five. Uh, the Chiefs uh, were fourteen and two. They played two games that they won and then they lost the Super Bowl. So they were 2 and 1 in the playoffs, the Bucks were 4 and 0. Right? So the Chiefs actually finished uh they were 16 and 2 going into the Super Bowl. They finished the season 16 and 3. 16 and 3. They played 19 games, the Bucks played 20, 15 and 5. 16 and 3, 15 and 5. And the team that won that game, they just they played their hearts out. The Chiefs uh they were just, they were not in rhythm and it showed and they did not play their game or they were taken out of playing their game by a stellar defense by the Buccaneers and a stellar game plan by Todd Bowles. 
So it's it's been uh, noted that uh, Bruce Arians, the oldest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he was in other Super Bowls. He had he was the offensive coordinator for like Peyton Manning and uh, Ben Roethlisberger. So he's been two Super Bowls, but this was the first one that he won. They say that uh, most likely he'll come back for one more season, try to try to do a back to back. And then, um, and then maybe hang it up and allow Todd Bowles to step in and and take over, give him the reins. And I think I believe Todd Bowles, I believe I could be wrong that he was a head coach before, and then and then was demoted back down to a coordinator. But I don't know, man. If you got a good thing, like maybe just leave that guy as coordinator. I, I don't know. Like sometimes it's like you want to anoint people to like a head coaching position. Just because they're so good at the at that one specific job, you know, and 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 it goes back to is he a leader or is he a manager, you know? And I, I'm just trying to put this out there to a lot of you guys out there that, you know, you might not think that your job is is important. The things that you do that you get up and you go earn a paycheck, you might think that you're you don't matter or you're inconsequential or you know, like whether it was you or some other guy that got hired, you know, like the job would get done. Like, you know, I'm just a spoke in a wheel, you know, try not to think along those lines. Try not to like be hard on yourself in that manner, but in everything that you do, do it to the best of your ability. Um, try not to cut corners and, and, and hopefully things will improve in your life, uh, financially, um, you know, even, even in a, in the health, mentally, mental health aspect, you know, like a lot of people hate what they do and they're depressed and, and they get up every day and they're just like, gosh, you know, (laughs) I'm just going to like, you know, clock in and, you know, get, get, uh, get, uh, run and controlled by the man. You know, here I am working the first four months out of my year for the government you know, me more than anybody, I could, I could be having, throwing a pity party, you know, I'm getting garnished by this, the franchise state tax board, you know, my checks are thin, I got a landlord that's threatening to evict me every seventh of every month, if my rent's not in by then, um, having to pay late fees on my rent, not knowing where, where I'm going to get money you know, two weeks before my next check, you know, so it's just like, it's not easy for a lot of us, but whatever gift that you have, whatever creativity or whatever, whatever that's in you that you want to express, do your best to express it. Find, find like a channel that you can, uh, give or, or, or find a, an outlet that you can, uh, use for your own personal therapy. Like I do this show just to make myself laugh half the time, you know? And and if I'm laughing, even at my own expense or at the absurdity of Dice Bay and how, how his voice sounds and the things that come out of his mouth and how crude and, you know, it's like, he's my like alpha alter ego. You know, it's just a character that I created so that I could do a podcast, um, in a different way than just like talking straight to the audience. Like I, 
I can play off myself and be, be goofy, you know? And so, you know, uh, that's how that kind of came about. And so I just encourage everybody like, uh, look up a cooch and coach C O A C H. Um, maybe with like the periods in between, like, uh, we were doing a podcast myself and a friend named army, uh, Caballero where, uh, we were talking about like the last half of your life can, can be better than the first half of your life. And if you've had a stellar or a great first half of your life, go ahead and continue, try to continue on in that. You know, it doesn't, you don't have to fall off a cliff, you know, like your life, my life <laughs> that, uh, Gal Gadot says, my life <clears throat> hasn't always been like this. Uh, you, uh, from Wonder Woman, you know, like you can, you can control some of your circumstances, you know, not all of them. Things are going to happen that you have no control over, but whatever circumstances that you can control or you have an outcome, uh, you have say in determining that outcome really, really, uh, be mindful of that. You know, you're not a product of your circumstances. You're not just because you're raised in the ghetto or raised here or you have limited resources, you know, like there's, there's ways of, of getting around, um, some of the bad cards that you're dealt in life. And you just, you have to just believe that there's ways, seek out those ways, stay positive, think positive, and, uh, and hopefully your life will will head in the, a more positive direction. And that's what I got. You guys, we're, we're coming up on uh, the big 5-0. We're coming up on a 50-burger. This is probably the longest podcast we've ever done. Um, and you guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Have a great week. We'll see you guys on Friday. Uh, not see you, but we'll uh, hopefully uh, hear from you guys on Friday. And God bless. <laughs>